Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt on the Ground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in, find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Tuesday. It is December 13th. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, heave ho four in a row. Here we go. How are you, sir? I'm uh, doing pretty good. The voice is a little bit uh, weaker. Uh, the verbosity will not be uh, uh, ferocity tonight. Uh, but, uh, yeah, who knows? You know, I might blow out my voice talking about something, some subject that maybe is, I don't know, pestering me or you. I don't know. I don't, hey, I, I'm, I'm with you. Eve uh, Hope four in a row. Uh, you know, I, every time the Rangers win, I see some freaking, uh, oh, but this, oh, but that, but they didn't play 60 minutes, bah, bah, bah. I don't give a crap. Two points, two points. This team was, this team was on the, see, I'm screaming already. Here we go. See, you're right into it. I mean, we were on the precipice of a gallant was going to be fired at any minute. You're a true any performer. Second. <laughs> right, and, uh, and now they were they, they got they struck some wins together. Absolutely, they, things looked pretty bleak last week. You know, they were coming off the wind the last time we were all together. They were coming off the wind of the Blues, which was not impressive. They go on the road on a trip that I think most of us. I think if you're, I think if you're a a more uh, pragmatic Ranger fan, which most of this group is. I think you had to feel that you know this could be this could be trouble going into Vegas, going into Colorado, but uh, they come out against Vegas and. and oh, well, let me can I just start there. Oh, but we beat up. Come on, they didn't have Eichel. Come on, uh, who else they have? There was that one other guy there. 
they were missing a couple of guys. But the Rangers were stinking the joint out. Right. So, I mean, even if the other team is – the Rangers aren't as good as last year. Can we all at least come to that fact? There's, the magic isn't there. You've got a second pairing that's is about as disastrous as I've seen. Jacob Truba, I don't know what planet he's on, what, where he thinks he's playing. He's struggling. Uh, he's struggling. He's st- Keandre Miller, I've said it. He hasn't played all that great. Uh, so anyway, so when we win, I don't want to hear all these, uh, oh, well, the other team, the other team. Take your two points. Take the fact that, yeah, the, the, uh, the testicular fortitude to drum it up as a team and get a win. Do you remember what Roger Nielsen used to say? It was a long time ago, my friend. I Roger Nielsen used to say, it's not who you play, it's when you play him. Well, that, that is a great statement by Captain Video. And that was certainly true. Hold on. Sorry. Having a little audio thing here. Oh. There we go. Uh, I know, man. The first period was dead. The Rangers got Dama every game. The, the, yeah, they had a, the, the devil game. They had one period that they got out shot like ridiculous. Uh, I understand it. The Rangers aren't a 60-minute team right now. They may not be a 60-minute team. The different <laughs> season than last season. They, they may never be a 60-minute team at this point. But I, I guess it's going to come down to what they do with the minutes they are there. Or the seconds, like last <laughs> night. Right. The 15, 14 seconds they were they were on fire. Uh, you know the just to backtrack yeah, to the yeah, backtrack uh, the, the Vegas game. You know they were up one nothing. Vegas ties the game. Rangers explode in the third period for four goals, win the game five one, and yeah, you know they they were they were extraordinarily unimpressive against a, a decimated avalanche team decimated and and I, and I did not think the Rangers looked good at all in that game but they hung in there Shesterkin makes 41 saves they hang in there they get it to a shootout and they do what they got to do to get the two points and then you know then they come back last night against the Devils uh, you know, a week ago, if you're looking at these three games, how many people were how many people were fearing a three game losing streak? I I know it was in my mind. I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not a you know I'm not some you know I'm not some uh, revisionist history type guy here. I could have saw them losing all three of these games. <coughs> Wait, the Devils are playing. The Devils don't lose on the road, and after what the Devils did to the Rangers a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I don't have to like them, but. You can't deny what they're doing. You can't deny it. I don't even know what the hell they did to get like that. I mean, last night I'm watching the game. This this 
They're like an incredibly fast hockey team, the Devils. They are. They're explosive. Playing for Lindy Ruff, who was not – this was not his oh, forte. Lindy Ruff, another guy. This was not team. his forte. When he was the coach at Dallas, this was not their style. No. So props to him. But Hello, Jared. <coughs> How you doing, Jared? Good to see you. I mean, and even the avalanche, Jim. I don't care. All right, they didn't have McKinnon. They didn't have Natushkin. They didn't have... uh, But they still got Cam McCaw. Oh, by the way, Cam McCaw. Oh, Joe. Mr. Everything, they called him, Jim. How about Misty? I can't play defense. How about Mr. <laughs> I'm not even in the fucking running for the Norris Trophy and my points are down. Mr. Cam, Mr. Every. We have Mr. Everything. I got news for you, you morons. It's Adam Fox. He's light years better than Cam McCarr. Light years. You hear that? I said it. Light years. Light years. He's Buzz light years ahead of Cam McCarr. McCaw, McCaw, where's McCaw? As Jimmy Stewart once yeah. said. And um, did you see that Miko ranting and yell? Did you, we have that clip? Do you have that clip? I don't. What clip he, was that? He enters the zone. He's looking for help, and he says, he yells, where the fuck is everybody? Oh, I heard about that, but did not. I did not see a clip of it. That was great. There's a guy. I mean, McCarr's a talented offensive player. I'm not. But don't give me, like, fucking Bobby or Mr. Everything. Get the hell out of here. Those two coconut heads just really just need to. Shut up. Stop talking about the other team. But uh, listen, and you got the Georgiev who would beat the Rangers. And I'm I'm starting to hate Georgiev, by the way, now. (laughs) Because, you know, when, when he beat us in the shootout the last time, he was all exuberant. Well, listen, he beat us the. But it was a little extra because he beat the Rangers. Well, he got beat by Shesterkin this time around. And I hope he learns some brains and not to get so crazy when he beats the Rangers. There's just another team on the schedule. It's not like they got rid of him and traded him. They just decided that the Vezina Trophy winner was more uh, more, uh, apt to be in their future. Right. Yeah, I was glad they. I was glad they finished him oh, off the I'll, other I'll night. Take, yeah, it was a decimated Avalanche team, but the Rangers were stinking the joint up. I mean, this is like blowing leads, so they win the game. I'm happy. I don't care. Next game, you know, got to get these points. I mean, we're not even halfway done, and these these, these we gotta. We, I gotta watch the wild card standings already. Well, you know the, uh, the Devils and the Penguins and the Hurricanes 
putting a pretty good, uh, you know, they're starting to distance themselves a little bit from those top spots. But, you know, if the Rangers can get on one of those rolls, like the Devils were on, even something close to it, they got to get some points. They got to they gotta get on a roll, yeah, because they had it the whole year. You know, fucking Pittsburgh, they've won eight. eight they're eight and one and one in their you know last they ten. Stunk? They got a well, bad start. Couple of, a couple of weeks ago, we're talking here in the house, and Avery said something about because, you know, she's a Penguins fan. She said something about the Penguins being so bad. I said, Avery, I said, they have done this every year of my life. They start off bad. Everybody talks about how, oh, the Penguins might be done. The window's closing. And then they went 15 in a row. And then they're the hottest team in hockey going to the playoffs. I said, how many times I've seen this bit from them? And sure enough, I sent her a message today. I said, the Penguins are 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10 games. Who saw that coming? I mean, Latang gets a stroke. Right. And you think it's, wow, it's over for them. And they go on a tear, and now he's coming back from his, like, he's like 10 days out or some a week out. from Really? Again. From a stroke? Yeah. This is his second stroke. I mean, it's like, I mean, maybe I, I read wrong. I mean, uh, let me see. I, I My sources, my ragu might be wrong here. He's already back. He says he's already back. He's already back. Letang returns for Penguins 12 days after stroke. People die from strokes. This guy's back playing hockey in 12 days. His second stroke. You really... <laughs> If you my, have a stroke, my uncle Bob had a stroke and cried every day the rest of his life because he couldn't control his emotions. He couldn't walk. He couldn't talk. This guy's playing hockey in 12 days? Like, God on. bless you, Uncle Bob. You were missed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. These guys, they're in a... If you're a Penguins fan, which that 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 stupid kid, what is it, Jimmy Wagner, whatever that kid's name is, uh, I don't know, Wagner, Mayor Wagner, no, nah, that kid that looks like Jerry Lewis or uh, yeah, I know you talk about whatever. Anyway, that Bobby kid, Wagner, I don't know. I think he was a Coin Dexter Wagner. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I just think are they? I, I mean, just to go off topic, I would. A stroke's the same thing. They're still regulating what a stroke is because I just, like you said, a stroke killed my grandmother. Right. I mean, like, I mean, what happened with these strokes? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, God bless him if he's back playing hockey in 12 days, but, I mean, I, I don't get it, man. <laughs> wouldn't you, and, and know, wouldn't you think after your second stroke, wouldn't you say to yourself, maybe God's trying to tell me something? Yeah. Don't play hockey. Right. Yeah, you know, maybe I should take up golf or something. <laughs> How we have been tired of the Penguins for 30 years and not going anywhere. Yeah. Nah, they, they got guys fighting off strokes. They're winning draft lottery. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Thank hey. you, Cutter. Another former Ranger assistant coach. Mike Sullivan. Mike Sullivan. Turned out to be a hell of a head coach. He's better than Torts. Right. Who right. He assisted to. 
I read I read a couple weeks ago. I don't remember where I read this, but it was from it was from it wasn't from a blog. It was from someone whose opinion I trust, or at least semi trust. That apparently before Chris Drury hired Gerard Gallant for this job, he was hoping Mike Sullivan was going to get fired so he could snatch him up. Way back when. Jason Strudwick. Uh... <laughs> right. Right. Wow. That was uh that was he came highly recommended from uh Vitaly Yeremiev, apparently, who's uh, our vice president in charge of in charge of personnel. Oh god. Uh, so look at Cutter I, coming I, in with the WebMD here. What's he got? What about after you have the second one? What's your chances? Right. Because that's where Latang is operating. Right. What are the what are the what's the percentage for hockey players who have two strokes to have a third one as okay. opposed to a regular a non-hockey playing person? Or me having a stroke when I have to watch Sammy Blay on the fucking power play one more time. <laughs> I you know I I was talking Nick to Nick DeCristo, and maybe you guys, we were talking about Sammy Blay. And, was and Nick he, wearing his stovepipe hat? Yes, he was. Uh, and Excellent. Nick was, uh, you know, I mean, after the injury, I mean, let's face it, he had a bad injury last year, but he's up there on hits. But I, I remember last year, and correct me if I'm wrong, he had a lot more in, like, really, like, impactful hits. And in last night's game, he had a very impactful hit, a noticeable hit. I think somebody was tied up with somebody, and he came over and just whacked it. And that's the kind of Sammy Blay hitting I'd want to see, not the uh, you know racking up the numbers hits, right? More uh, noticeable quality, not quantity. Right, is what you're saying. Looking for, I, you know, so although get him off the fucking power play, Fester, please. (laughs) Driving me nuts. Well, that that second power play is is a joke anyway. The way it's handled, joke, yeah, because they don't play, and then the the guys suck on it. Well, that's that's the coach. I'm not going to rag on the coach tonight. I'm I'm going to try and leave alone. Four in a row. The the you know the the strings he's pulled the last couple of games have worked out. People hate that he's fucking with the, screwing with the lines. What else is he gonna do? It worked. I mean, he was playing. You know, uh, people do not like that. Goodrow is on the second line. Uh, well, I mean that's good reason right there. Well, I know you. No, I, I agree with you. Goodrow doesn't belong on the second line, but Barkley Goodrow comes to play every night. This is how the coach, this is how Gallant Gallant, he plays with the guys that are coming to play every night 100%, and they're, they're playing well. Right now, Barkley Goodrow is playing well. He's got some more goals than he usually has. Uh, and 
this is the way this coach operates. And they're getting the points right now. So I can't complain. I can't complain. They're, they're, no, they're, I, I know uh, that, but there's a lot of, you know, uh, within the range of fandom, there is a lot of mixed feelings. Can we just say it? The kids. I can't wait till these guys grow up so I don't have to call them the kids anymore. Is Kako getting enough time? Is Lafreniere getting enough time? Lafreniere has not been good. He has not been good, folks. I mean, maybe he's a little frustrated that. And listen, he's a young guy. When you are a phenom like he was in his junior hockey days and you're sitting on third and second lines and not the phenom, you are not the uh, center of attention and not producing at a level you're used to, I think he's going through a little bit of a confidence thing. And the coach, this coach, I think I, I haven't still figured out what he does, but I figured out what his modus operandi is, is win at all costs. Screw development. Screw. It's, it's a nightly. You're right. It's a nightly challenge to not to get yelled at by the media and, and and not field questions about why they lost. So he doesn't care about Vitaly Kravtsov, his trade mate, the, all these things. If it's Jimmy VC on the first line, it's Jimmy VC on the first line. Uh, Sean, I can, I'll give you a I can give you a partial answer to your question. And I don't, and I don't know if this is an answer you could take to the Maven. <laughs> I will say that he was at his best during the playoffs because there was a definitive edge to his game that I don't think we've seen at all this season. He was much more of an edgy player. He he seemed to be getting, seemed to be working much harder along the boards in the corners. He was constantly involved in the play. So I would say he did that well in the playoffs, but we have not seen that so far this year. And while we are talking about Sean, I've been saying for weeks I was going to do this because, Eddie, I don't know if you know this, but in, in Sean McCaff's blog, which is uh, Blue Collar Blue Shirts, he promotes the hell out of our show all the time. And, yeah, we mentioned Sean and we joke about his books and everything, but we we, we really don't promote him so to speak but i just want to mention christmas is coming get on whoop i lost there we go wrong button there we go get on amazon if you're looking for a gift for that ranger fan in your life tricks of the trade a century-long history sean broke down every trade the rangers have ever made including like don jackson for cam connor how's that for how's that for obscure yeah, I think that I think uh, that was a right. I'm pretty sure that was the trade, Cam Connor for Don Jackson. 
But you can get it on Amazon. Sean's got, he's also got his other book is on here. Uh, Rink, uh, Rink of Honor, I think it's, uh, right? The New York Rangers, Rink of Honor. Sean is a, is a fantastic writer. Get out there, get his book, put it under the tree, wrap it up, put it in a stocking, whatever you got to do, support Sean's beer fund. This guy literally sleeps like 15 minutes a week because he's either writing a book or he's blogging. I mean, he's up at like three o'clock in the morning oh, and yeah. I'll read his, you read his blog and he says, and he says, oh, I got to finish this up. I got to be up in a half an hour to go to work. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing this? Like, I got to have my seven hours, Eddie. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, I complain if the game starts at eight o'clock because that's late for me. This guy sleeps like nine minutes and he's on the train. He's working a crane. This guy's in construction. He's up on the top floor of the Empire State Building. Really? But, uh, this is what no, I, I'm exaggerating. But I know oh. he works one of those, like, I think he works like those skyscraper, you know, type. Uh, That's pretty cool, man. Uh, uh, you know, it does. But <laughs> these guys, you know, he's doing this on nine minutes sleep. You know, I, I got to get my seven hours. I got to have a shower. I got to have a cup of coffee. And then I start work. I And I just sit right here. This is it. This is my work. I'm sitting here all day. He's out running machinery. So oh, go buy his book. Go, go, go buy his book, for God's sakes. I thought he was slinging hash at, like, the local greasy spoon. But, no, he's working the mechanics. And, the, the and, and we should also mention the great Diane Eck, who is here in the chat room. She's here all the time. She did the editing on these books for Sean. Right. She gets 75% of the take to edit, to edit these books. <laughs> tower cranes. See, he's up there working at tower oh. cranes. He's up there. He, you, you know, he's. For that. What's that? Did he go for school to go to school for that? Yeah, I put you to some kind of training, right? You got to Apex there. Technical School. Remember Apex Technical yeah. School? Remember those commercials? You get the free tools at the end of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, by, please, Sean's a great writer. We love him. He's a big supporter of the show. We're a big supporter of her, his. And I needed to, I need, I needed to make it more tangible. You need to get on Amazon and buy his fucking books. It's enough. Martin just ordered. Martin, good. That a boy. That a boy. And I'm sorry about England and the uh, World Cup of soccer there, and uh, one nothing. Uh, it was a shame. Oh, they one nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking through the chat room here tonight. Let's see who who uh, who's here. John John Kozic Kozic. I don't know how you say his last name. Kozic. Mike Lakeham is here. Why don't you guys call him? We need some we need some new callers tonight. I want to hear from some new people. I want to hear from Ryan Leach. We haven't seen you in a while. Marty Can, how you feeling? Hope you're doing well. If you're feeling up to it, blow us a call. I'll post Martin. the link. <coughs> he's, he's just a great guy. I love following his soccer rants and stuff. Anyway. So and, his, and his rants in general about like what goes on in England are always funny, too. Yeah, I didn't say one like, was, With the uh, Royals or the politics or everything else. <laughs> so... Uh, Andrew Conforte is here. Good evening, sir. How are you? Call in. I want to hear some new people tonight. All right, whatever. All right. I like just hearing us. Whatever, me. You sound like a broad. Whatever. <laughs> sound like a broad. Uh, are these other people watching on YouTube? Could be. Yes. 
We are on YouTube and Facebook simultaneously. You know, it took a while. It was like five shows to look at it right, synced up. But uh, right now, we're doing pretty good. Now, so as far as Galant Galat, he just wants to win now, and he does it now. Does that jive with middle management and uh, general manager? I don't know. It, it does. That's just it's not the cards. Now, Lafreniere, uh, I will. It's hard to define what the man does well. Does he have a great shot? No. Is he a really good finisher? Mm, he's not bad. He came into the league as more of a, a setup guy. I think he plays well when he gets to the dirty areas of the net. I think the Rangers as a team are better there. And I think they've been better in front of that net. Um, um, he certainly has regressed a tad. Uh, Kako keeps... He got a nice goal last night. Beautiful goal. I, and I'm sorry, I, I, I really like his game. I have he, – he's involved in the play. You know, he's making things happen. I, I still think the goals are going to come for him. I'm not worried about him. Lafreniere I'm starting to worry about a little bit. I know they're both only 21, and I'm, I'm being very patient. I don't want to get rid of any of these guys. Unlike some people who are declaring them a bust on a nightly basis if they take a shift where they don't score. Oh, no. It's patience. Well, we have to be well, patient. You got a lot of this now that the Wonderkin Jack Hughes is healthy. The kit, let's come on. We know. Let's just admit it. I could, I could see this coming a mile away. Jack Hughes is a special player. Can we admit that? Grab a water while you're talking. Are you going to throw up because I said that? No, I'm going to grab a water. Oh, okay. We could see that Jack Hughes is a special player. All right? I'm going to say it. I'm going to admit it. I've been a fan of him for 50 years. I, I can admit. But I it, we're starting. Well, go ahead, Jim. I just want to ask why you're in the middle of this. If if the Devils took Kako and the Rangers wound up with Hughes, are they both on the same track right now? Or no. Or are we or are we sitting here lamenting the fact that Jack Hughes is the, only has three goals, hasn't played? No. He's playing on the fourth line with Sammy Blay and Ryan Reeves. Um Jack Hughes. As we, we were talking to our friend there, what the hell is this? Website blocked. Okay. Uh, you see, uh, see Mario, again, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, he got beat on the overtime goal. Was it three on three? I mean, you know, I didn't, I, I can't even tell you if he got beat or not. But are we going to go into this mode that you sucks and watch him score for a fucking a decade? <laughs> Three goals. I just hate this mode. I can hate the guy. I can root against him. 
but I'm not going to be chanting, not be booing him. Oh, those aren't boos. Those are yous. <laughs> right. Those aren't boos, Joe. Are we going to boo this guy because he, with the audacity, he got picked the first pick because the devil's truly sucked? I mean, let's not go through this again with the Crosby sucks again. And and for Ranger fans, for you people who just tuned into the, the team the last three years or so, the Lucky Rangers... <laughs> Yeah, no, well, I, I'm, I'm, I mean it sarcastically. <laughs> that the fact that these morons that don't know what happened during that draft that are saying the Rangers should have taken use. Right. Oh, yeah, I love hearing that. Yeah. Instead, they took this bum Kako, <laughs> not realizing the Rangers had no choice. Right. There were two consensus picks in that draft. The Rangers got the other one. Right. That's it. That that's it. So few people just tuning in. Which this seems to be a lot of people. And I don't know what it is. Is well now you got the the devil fans have emerged from the woodwork. Oh, Joe, they're out in force, Joe. Oh, they they well disagree for a while. Oh yeah, all of a sudden now they're showing up at the garden and everything. Matt Zenobia was at the garden last night. He said they were uh, they were there was a devil fan running all over the place, just yelling at every Ranger fan. Rangers suck. How come that man didn't get beat up? Right. That's what I say. Um, so, I'm not. Well, I, at the end of the game, I said, "Where is that guy? Go find him." Yeah. By the way, the Rangers, the Rangers' build. next opponent is winning two. They're up two nothing on the Anaheim Ducks right now. Oh, Joe! They just scored. Vinny Letary is ex team. Ryan Strom. <laughs> An Anaheim Duck, isn't he? Ryan Strom. Or Vetrano, I think. And Frankie, yep, the rifle. The rifle, I missed the rifle. Anyway, so I'm not going, I'm, listen, I could hate the guy, Mario. I see you trying to poke the bear. Uh, but I am not going to be saying the guy sucks. That's the wrong word. Okay. All right. So uh, apparently the Devils have some team. I again, they got uh, Maury Povich. They've got uh, you know, <laughs> all these guys. I. Nico Hesher is now a force. I guess once they got rid of Pavel Zaka, everything turned to turn roses for them. Uh, you know, this. I I did see one funny comment last night when it was, <laughs> and I had to laugh at this. I don't care who you are, as as Larry the Cable Guy would say, I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. But I saw somebody said, "How the fuck did the Devils rebuild in a year, and we're in year five of a twenty year rebuild?" Yeah. It's true though. Well, I I mean 
I, I don't watch enough demo games to tell you why. But um, uh, I I did uh, listen. Rangers beat them. That's an emotional win last night. Rangers lose it. First of all, what goes on in three on three with the Rangers in overtime? Can somebody diagnose the problem why this team can't get the puck in overtime? I mean, they were one four, one and four coming in, <laughs> and I really didn't have high hopes. Right. No, I, I didn't either. Presently surprised, <sighs> as the late great Frankie would say. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, three on three is so. I, I don't. I like it, and I don't like it at the same time because. It's such a different strategy to to three to three on three because it's just all about keep away. It's just about keeping the puck away and cycling and cycling and cycling until somebody can break free, and then and then you just try and get that guy the puck uh, on an odd man rush. And it, I I feel like the Rangers have a lineup conducive to playing keep away. I mean, you've got. And I'm constantly watching the other team. Uh, the whole first line was was useless. Uh, the, the guys they put out. Uh, Sean, I don't think the Devils play boring hockey. I mean, that's that's an old Jacques Lemaire, a left wing lock. They don't play that. They played a tempo game last night. Man. They they moved the puck as fast as any team we've seen the last couple of years. I agree with you, Jim. Like Toronto. You know, like the way Toronto is. I, I just, I, I don't understand how that, I, I, you know, it's a good, I know it's a joke, but I, I really don't understand where all these guys came from, how they did this. I think, I, I mean, the, you know, the, the Dawson Mercer and, and, and uh, Jesper Bratt and, you know, all these guys, where the fuck did these guys come from? Wow. We're waiting five years on Philip Heidel. Wow. I know, with patience, patience. The doctor needs patience, but doctor how do they do this? What did we do to piss off the, the hockey gods so much that not only do we only win a cup once every 55 years, we're going to watch the Devils win three and then rebuild into another cup before we get another one? Oh, they're not going to get that. You get it. <laughs> they've also got better goaltending this year than they've had probably since – yeah, but since you know, that, uh, that, Tuna retired or went to St. Yeah. Louis, that Banachek and uh, Banachek and uh, what was the other guy that got uh, the guy's? Is he hurt? The other guy is that uh, uh, Blackwood? Black Nina Blackwood. Yeah. They got Miles Wood. They got uh, yeah, they got some. De- I don't know. I don't know. They they're a fast team. Yeah, and I I do the Rangers. It's still a long way to go, but I I felt again. What are they playing Toronto next? That's that's yes. a tough assignment. That's it a is. tough assignment. Uh, the Leafs are playing really well, mostly because it's the regular season, right? And Leafs are eight. Leafs are eight zero oh, and two. In their last ten, which means they're eight and two in their last ten, right? So I believe I saw something come together in that Devil game, as far as a, a, an identity, a bonding of the unit. 
I will continue despite some other broadcasts getting down on Vincent Trocek. Vinny Trocek to me is endearing himself to me. He won a key face-off. He wins face-offs. And did you see what he did on the bench with Kako, who was like, after his goal, went into the, went to the bench and was just doing that old. The mope? Yeah, he was doing the mope. The mope-a-dope. And Trocek just starts grabbing his jersey and starts talking. I'm like, come on, get excited. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? I'm going to punch you right in the bush, see? Wake up, see? You can act like a man. Yeah, and, and it's true what Darwin's saying about their goaltending. Plus, they got a lot of magic right now. That magic is not sustainable over 80 games. I mean... And uh, by the way, Vinny Trocek is on, a, uh, is on pace to come very close to his career high in goals right now. Well, his career high is 31, play. and he has 10 goals in 30 games. He had 21 goals in 81 games last year. So 56% on faceoffs, which would also be his career high. So it's been nothing but a pleasure so far. And he's chippy and chirpy. And I'm going to tell you, you know, the lines you might not like. We talked earlier about Barkley Goodrow on second line. I love Barkley Goodrow. You're a big fan of his. Oh, I like that he fights. He'll fight a guy. He'll he's he's You're gonna be a fan of his for another five years. We got him locked up. Uh, No, I ain't worried about the contract. (laughs) He'll just go into upper management. (laughs) He's too good for management. He's too good. You know, he's he doesn't have the greatest hands. He's never going to be a 20-goal scorer. But he's just one of those guys. But there are, there are players out of place everywhere in this lineup. What are you going to do with these kids? I want to know. What's everybody's solution? Are they going to play together for the rest of their lives? You know, I, it's, it's strange because... He put he put Kako and Lafreniere with Zibanejad a couple of games ago, and I thought they played pretty well together for the two games they were together. And then and then last night when they got off to the bad start, he just he just threw everything in the blender and put the kid line back together, and they played well together. Obviously, I mean, uh, Hedl got the at the game winner. Kako had a big goal. So, uh, so I don't know. I just think I, for I, now, I think I think I think it would be I think it would be good for the team if maybe Kreider and Zibanejad spend a little time apart. Maybe they don't have to play together because I, I think they both get stale, especially Kreider, who you know for all the talk about how much he's regressed about him regressing from his fifty-two goal season last year. It's really not – if you go look at his numbers, it's not a big drop-off from where he was at this right. point I mean, last season. 
But I, I just think they get they get a little stale together. Shake it up. Let them, you know, it's all right if Kreider plays they with Trocek or, or Heedle. Again, this isn't like corn YA, floor. I mean, like, you got to mix it. I mean, everybody could use a little shake-up. You put such a bit of Jen and you give the, the uh, what you call it, Lafayette and Kako. Have them play with them. I thought they played well together. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, you know, who I've also, you'll have to update me on the stats on whether how much I'm going to promote this guy. But Johnny Brodzinski, let me tell you, I. Oh. What? What? <laughs> Nothing. Just, I'm pretty sure this guy, I think we talked about it on last week's show, with the face-offs. He's been very good on face-offs, Sam. He should play just by that. Just Alone. 60.61% on face-offs, Sam. 60%, oh. Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe. <laughs> I mean... Johnny, the puck never goes inski, Brodzinski. I like you. Much better than they waved that uh Karen, oh, Karen Carpenter. <laughs> Goodbye. Did they make like a big right. deal about getting that guy in the preseason? He right. sucked. Right. Uh so. Uh, and listen, Jimmy VC, come on. I mean, they he does what they ask him. He's a good soldier, but I mean, it's you know, right. I, I really don't like I'm Karen Carpenter that. once sang, I won't last a day without you, Ryan Carpenter. That does not apply. <laughs> <laughs> Would VC. It's just like I don't know. Like I he's fine on the fourth line. That's just where that's where he belongs. And the penalty kill. Fine there. He's fine down there. He 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 just doesn't belong in the top six. I I have a thing. When a franchise has got guys on professional tryouts that make (laughs) the team, usually not a good side. But as a plug-in right now, he's doing well. I'm not getting on him. You guys know that I was. One year bottom bottom of the bottom of the food chain contract. Right. I got I got no problem with with Jimmy VZ. What Plus about he's Julie, put a couple of pucks in the net. What about Julian Gauthier? Well, he had a nice run, but he, he's kind of he's been quiet. That guy can't get out of the line. They, they can't get they, they can't get uh, what you call it, Humpty Dumpty in there to play once in a while. Crafts off. Uh, no. Coach is done with Kraft. So I'm telling you, he's not going to. Oh, yeah, he's completely done with it. He's right? done with yeah, yeah. John McCaff said it best. He's done with Kraft. So he has no use for him. He has no use for him. Like, like, like John Tortorella had no use for guys, Matt Zuccarello and, 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 and Jonathan Marcheseau, who's only had like a 15-year career. Torts had no use for him. And releasing. <coughs> never oh. listened. Nobody had <laughs> never listened. Nobody had use for that guy. He had for a whole game. 
<laughs> Dressed him and didn't play him. The Enver lesson, as oh, we called it. Who would stink pickle what Tortorella did with him? <laughs> what he played 59 seconds of like a an overtime game in the playoffs. Yeah. The thing about Gauthier that I really like is his size. Once you see him in front of that net, you're like, wow, if this guy. But it, that's what I guess that's what I'm always saying. If this guy could, if this guy, and, and even Sam and Joe, though, and he's having problems, that's a little problem. I know why I hate Rickles hates Kravtsov. Kravtsov is not a physical player. He he did he didn't look good in the games he played. Uh I think Kravtsov's just all like goofy and happy and it's time to be serious. And uh and the, I don't think Kravtsov's very serious. I don't know. I I, I don't I what well, I mean what's gonna happen with this guy? He has no value. The Rangers don't know what I mean. I, I don't like the way they handled it. It's going to be a footnote that we're going to be talking for, about for years to come. Right, when he scores like 40 goals for the Penguins. And it's, it's not, and when he scores so 40 goals done. for the Penguins. No, he's not. No, he's going to. And, and all these Ranger fans who said he was a bum. I told you he was going to be good. I told you. That's where I get, I out, my, I get out the Ranger fan voice. I told you he was going to be good. I don't know, Jim. I, I had high hopes for the kid, but I didn't see much uh, this year. But who knows? But you're right. Well, if he doesn't have time, like Sean's talking about fragility. I mean, Heedle's out of the fucking lineup every week. Right. Right. But I will tell you, the Heedle, uh, I could see a little bit, and especially after the, his playoffs. He had a very good playoffs last year. So, Heedle's uh, got six goals, eight assists, fourteen points, and that one, projects four. out to twenty-five. You know, twenty-five goals in a season. We'll take that. Definitely we'll take that, right, from Philip Heedle. Yeah, he's missed a lot of. He missed some time, but right. Yeah, but Definita Burrito, as they say, I'd certainly take that. Let's uh, let's switch our attention. Do you think to, to the goaltending now? First of all, let's talk about the illogical. Okay. Because that's my forte. Okay. What is going on with this idiot wearing that Halak jersey at the fucking garden? Oh, I don't, th I don't know if I've seen Are people seeing this? At the, he's near the runway? Really? Yeah. Is it his agent? Is it, I don't is, know. It, is it the agent that got him the the the, the, the no move clause? Did I see this? Did I see this in some kind of fever dream that there's this halak maniac sitting out there? Uh, I mean, nobody nobody's corroborating this, so maybe. So I'll. I don't know. Back. I haven't noticed it, and I'm, and I'm usually looking for. I'm usually one that pays attention to stuff like that. Like the guy that's still wearing a Drury jersey. Well, this guy's got a. I mean, he's when they come out for the three stars at the end of the game. Right. He, he he's there. Like, 
He's losing his mind. I mean, Gross. like, maybe he's like Locke's crazy brother or something. Maybe. I know I'm going to have to pay closer attention. All right. Now let's go back to the logical. Let's talk about this Shesterkin. He's the road warrior. The stats are unbelievable. He's, I think he's rounding back into shape. Would you say? Um, <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, wait, there are people. I think he's played better. Sean is corroborating. Thank you. That the guy in the Halak jersey. <laughs> Waiting for Ricky Dippin' Dots to sing a ballad. Oh, God. Uh, the phantoms worldwide oh god it's the worst what a what a fruity franchise uh let's see shesterkin right now is just a hair below his career save percentage uh right am i am i right about that no, excuse me. Actually, he's a little above his career. I was looking at even strength. A little above his career save percentage this year and a, and a little below his goals against. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the shit. My bad. I was looking at the wrong numbers. His goals up against is ahead of last year. His uh, is above last year's and his save percentage is down. But I do think he's played better of late. Wow. I forgot Mike Peluso is a ranger. Jason Mazzotti, isn't he like a vice president? Is he assistant GM? Jason Mazzotti? Is he? No. I think we got him from the Whalers. That's how long ago that was. Mike Darwin, Peluso. Darwin, it's very positive. Mike Peluso, he was a devil, right? Too? He was a devil, a black hawk. He was on that. I think he was on that Devils, that first cup team. He was like part of their... Uh, like their their fourth line, yeah, he was a middleweight blues. who could throw. All right, anyway. I feel the uh, the I mean, I I tell you there was a period where Chesterka was very average, and a lot <laughs> of that has to do, I believe. Well, I think he just didn't have the magic. I've been told a lot about magic this year. Um. But I feel like he's rounded into shape now. I think uh, we're going to see Igor, uh, you know, the Igor we're used to seeing. He made a lot of key saves in that devil game. I don't show Mike Peluso ever playing for the Rangers, per hockey reference. What? Mike Peluso did not play for the Rangers. Huh. Per hockey reference. And there have been two Mike Pelusos that have played in the NHL in the last 25 years, and neither one of them. Okay, we got we got it from Andrew Comforti. Comforti, Puso was a PTO. Oh, okay. Who was cut? Oh, okay. okay. Only played preseason. That's that's a, either a great memory or a great Google search. We should have uh, uh, who was that other guy that didn't Brian Ralston fail a physical to play with the Rangers? Jason Arnott. Jason Arnott. That's right. We did a we did a tribute to Jason Arnott. He was signed and cut like the same day because he cut his physical, and we did a show that night and did a tribute to his Ranger career. 
Fuguzi. Thank you, Andrew. You're the man. Andrew, man, you got a memory, bro. I like it. Does he have a picture of Fester as his... Uh... Can't really see that. No, I don't think that's Fester. It looks black and white. I can't Why see Why do you him. keep staring at me? Maui. All right. Great memory, Howdy. guys. I'm Uncle Fester from next door. <laughs> I'm looking like Uncle Fester here today. So okay, so I'm 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 happy with the goaltending, but I don't know what's going on with that defense. Jacob Truba is a mess. Yes. And I thought Keandre Miller played much better when he got away from Truba last night. Played much better with Schneider than he has with Truba. I know. Maybe it's maybe maybe that's another pair that just needs to be split up for a while, get away from each other. You know, you get too comfortable. Mixing around. What what could it be? Is he a new? Is he one of those new father guys? Truba. Yeah, I don't don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Some people were some white ovulating. I don't know. Can we can we get I mean, can we check that? Can we, can we make a call? Have they been up to the Whopper in, in uh in Kitchener for the romantic enhancements? <laughs> we have to check on that. I don't know what's going on with uh Truba, but the, the, the trouble with Truba. I mean, this guy the trouble is trouble with Truba. <laughs> only a Star Trek fan, right? Uh, ship them off with the Klingons where I'm sure there'll be no trouble at all. Yes. <laughs> Frankie Gallo, you're right, man. He's his nickname should be Apple Turnover. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. I mean, it's it's and then now them now he was relegated. They put they brought Schneider up and they put Truba with Hayek. All right. I mean, if that doesn't send the message. That's right. Well, well, you know, Hayek was the guy they had to have, so maybe, you know, maybe it's an honor to oh, play with. I'm going to let that go. Not until I figure out why. <laughs> he was well, the guy they had to have. I know, but some, I mean, are you really shocked that the Rangers overvalued somebody that they had to have and that shocked, I say. Absolutely shocked. Years and years of winning that we have had. (laughs) Usually so prudent with their decision-making. I mean, they are a machine. (laughs) The title and the players just keep rolling in. Uh, I know you say it with great sarcasm, and you've got to mask the hurt with a lot of jokes if you're a Ranger fan. Right. You know, and that's John Kuzich. Kuzich also brings up a good point. I need Truba to hit more. He's got to get back to that player that he was. And just me, I'm reading all the comments. Hayek's played fairly decently. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't particularly have a problem with him either. But I, I he's got, he's another guy that really does just doesn't. 
he doesn't have a place on this team. He, he, the coach is playing him grudgingly, or is it begrudgingly? Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, um, so I, I, I just think I'm happy right now with the Rangers because these games against these rivals, a team, a, the Devils are good now. I don't know how long it's going to last, but they're really good now. Their rebuild, like Jim said, only took one year. We had to send the letter, candy right. grams, right. Uh, land shark. I mean, we had to we had to get to let everyone know. Boom, bang, spring. They're right in there. So, um, I think the Rangers, if they, if they can beat Toronto. Uh, they got. They're finding their. They might be finding their footing. I. I don't want to go out all Cassandra complex and start predicting things. No, but I'm just still. You know, I'm enjoying it as it comes at this point because my expectations have been lowered. So you know, right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to get too excited just yet. No, I it's, hear you. I hear you on that, but um, tomorrow night's another big test. Yes, it's definitely a big time changing glasses on the fly. Uh, Joe, rebuild Graham for Mongo. <laughs> so I, uh, I've been happy, and I think a lot of the fan base was happy that they got to beat the Devils. We've had some crushing losses against some big time rivals, and that uh, that felt good. To win. Absolutely. Um wanna go to the you want to go to the calls? We have a couple people waiting. Sure, why not? If you want to do that. All right. Let's talk to somebody. We got two people waiting that we haven't talked to in a while. We'll talk to Ryan first. What's up, Ryan? Hi guys, how you doing? How hey, are you, Ryan? buddy? Doing well, doing well. I see your uh, the Christmas tree in the background looks awesome. It does. Yep. It looks very nice. Yep. How many yeah. ranger ornaments do you have on there? On so we actually have two trees in our house. Oh, um, look at you! This tree does not have any, but my tree in my main family room has two of them. A, you'll like this one, guys. I got a Wayne Gretzky Rangers Hallmark ornament up there. <laughs> nice. That's that's a classic, and then I just have a regular Rangers one as well, too. So, so give us your thoughts, man. What are you thinking? Well, I mean, I tell you, you know, I, I'll give Drury or Dolan or whoever credit for riding out the Gallant Storm because, I mean, he was on that trek like he is with most a lot of other teams where he gets into a bad stretch in his second year, and usually about you know five games ago was when he would get fired from that team and they would bring in somebody else and they stuck with him and i mean so far i mean he's turned it around in a short period of time so i mean we'll just you know have to wait and see what goes on but um I mean, I've been pleased with the effort the last four games. I mean, they're they have like you guys said, they have not been sixty minute games. They've been more like forty minute games, but they won. And you know, as uh, as 
I would say about my football team, a trash win is a trash win, and I'll take it. Right. <laughs> uh, yep, I'll take a trash win anytime. I'll take a trash win any any way I can get it, at least. So, but uh, was that Buffalo win on Sunday? Was that considered a trash win? Yes. Over yes. the Jets. Yes. <laughs> it was rotten weather. Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna get even more rotten weather this weekend against Miami. So <laughs> they're playing Saturday against Miami, right? Yep, four to seven inches of snow they're expecting for that game. Uh, excellent. Uh, I think don't. I mean, I, I'm again. I don't really know about football, but I does the do the Jets. I think need Buffalo to beat Miami. I know they need the Patriots to lose to even get back inside. Well, and whatever. I don't know. Yeah, pro- probably. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, at this point, at this point, if Buffalo beats Miami. They basically are in the driver's seat to win the division. Um, the division, but um, the Jets could could benefit from a Miami loss, but they also have to win their games too. Which you know, which is- they're playing a hot Lions team, and I never thought that I would actually utter that word. Rebuilding yeah. since 1957. Yes, they may be finally getting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh where do you stand with the young guys? I, I'm very interested uh, to hear your opinions on Kako, Lafreniere, and uh, Hedl. I mean, well, I'm, a, I'm a little more patient. I mean, Hedl has been um, – had, had his spurts, and I've been pleased with it. Um, and Kako has been picking it up a little bit too. And, I, you know, as I think you guys said earlier, I mean, they're very young – in hockey terms right now. I mean, they're not even, you know, at a co- there's kids not even at a college at their age and these guys are playing professional. So, um I mean, I do I see all three of them being top 6 forwards going, you know, their entire careers? No. Um I mean, I think that, you know, they might have more like third li- second third line potential, but I mean, for what the what they need the Rangers to do, I would I would say that's you know what they need right now at this point, and you know, it's there's not really much you can do about it right now, and I'm not I'm not willing. I don't think you can get any you know not to say you can get not get any trade value, but I don't know if you're going to get equal value by trading any of them at this point. So I think you just kind of have to live with the growing pains, and I mean, I think they'll figure it out. Like I said, Heedle's been, you know, he had a great playoff last last season. And, you know, in when he has played, he's he's shown, you know, spurts of looking competent on the ice at least. So well, all right. Fair I agree. I'm not ready to give up on anybody yet. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the the fat cats I think are gonna have to start producing a little bit more. Um I mean Zabinajad's been doing it. Panarin seems been a little quiet. Um, He's got a lot of but, points in the last, but he just doesn't score enough for my yeah. liking. Yeah, I mean they're they're producing. He doesn't like to shoot the puck. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're producing a lot of like you know things that you don't see on the score sheet, but you know at some point you have to you know put put the pucks in the net too. So. Okay. Uh, I mean, Igor's been Igor's been solid. I, I, the thing is, and I, I mean, I think we were spoiled all those years with Hank, but he doesn't get a lot of shutouts at all. 
And I mean, that's, I mean, if he wins, that's great. But, you know, I, I wouldn't mind a game once in a while where, you know, he, he shut a team out and then we wouldn't have to really worry about, you know, having to score three, four goals. But I mean, like I said, we boiled with Hank all those years too. Baba Shampooy. Oh, there we go. There you go. A callback to an old nickname. Baba (laughs) Shampooy. Yeah. uh, Especially last year with the Rangers facing like 40 shots a night. It's hard to get a shutout, but. You know, Hank used to get him. You know, Hank was getting, you know, six, seven. But won the visitor last year. And I think he looks good now. So we'll see what yeah. happens. Um, he's, he's, right. he, he looks better than my son in the net. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Why? How, how old's your son? He just turned seven. And he's starting his first year playing hockey this year. So, oh, that's awesome. He, he, he absolutely loves it. And he's, gotten an asphyxiation to playing goalie and it's driving his mother nuts because no, you don't want the kid to be a goalie yeah because uh, just, it's just super expensive alone is gonna be yeah, it's super expensive they gotta go to goalie schools this and that no no thankfully thankfully at his age they have um, they have pads that they can strap over their existing pads, and the the league provides them. So, so oh, okay. if he wants to do that, that's fine. But when no. once we get having to actually me having to pay for it, that's where I'm kind of like, eh, I don't. Unless know. he gets an endorsement contract, exactly. Back well, exactly. maybe Bauer will give it to him. My friend has a daughter who's a goalie. She started when your son started. Now she's a 16. She's a phenomenal goalie. So I said to him, he, she, he went to, she went to Hank's school. This, I go, when am I going to see her on Team USA? He's like, she's got no shot. I go, but she's really good. He goes, she's short. She's not six foot. She's like 5'3", five, 5'4", five, whatever she is. So if you don't grow up to be tall, you got no shot. Emil was five foot three. He played goaltender. Yeah, that was in nineteen twenty. Beza was five foot seven. He wasn't five seven. Yeah, I think he was. He was That's not tall. It's like Don Beaupre short. <laughs> so I don't well, know. I'll, I'll say he he has fun doing it, and he he loves it. And listen, as long as he as long as he loves it, hey hey, listen, I can I can live at a hockey rink for three three days a week if I have three four days a week if I had to. Oh, just nah, uh, we just had a trip to Lake Placid, had a great time. You know. That's great. So, yeah, that's great. That hey, listen, that's what it's all about. Hockey is. Uh, what does it say? I can't read. Five foot eight. I was close. Five eight. I don't think he's five eight. I'm five foot eight, so I mean that's and that's the other thing too is he he's not going to exactly had the height gene growing up either because I'm five foot eight and his his mother's shorter than me too, so um, ah. it's not exact. He's not exactly unless he gets his his grandfather's genes genes of ah. a little bit of ah. height. He's but I will, but I will give you the silver lining in this. As I'm talking to my friend, he goes, but. Because she's a female, and you know they, and she's really good. She's going to get a free ride to like Plattsburgh or one of these states. Oh yeah, 
I, I'll tell well, you that, what, especially good. around our around our area in upstate New York, the the girls hockey uh, is really starting to become a big thing. Like our youth hockey organization has teams from from eighteen to ten under, and they're full teams. I mean, it's it's becoming a big thing. The 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 girls hockey is and. You know, I mean, my son, he's in a group of 80 kids of eight-year-old and unders, and about a quarter of them, or maybe a little under a quarter of them, are girls. So, Yeah, it's it's becoming very big. Wow. It's becoming big, yeah. Yeah. And now in the NHL, all these goalies are big. Like 6'2 is small. I mean, even Shesterkin, he's not that big, right? How tall is he? Uh... I'm gonna guess he's six foot one, but let me. I was gonna say six two. I'm looking. I think he's over six foot though. Six one, 189 pounds. Okay, there you go. See, I learned a lot about height today. (laughs) (laughs) But all um, right, yeah. Hey, four in a row. I'm I'm happy. You know, I, I. I like Jim. I think said earlier if they or you guys or Eddie, you said earlier if they beat the Maple Leafs, then I I'm gonna start really believing. But you know, I I don't trust Rickles. I don't trust him. Um, he I don't think I don't think he does anything. Like I really don't think he does anything. I think he just shows up to practices and stands around, and you know I, I just don't know he, what he does he keeps the pucks frozen see it's weird eddie the 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 diehard fan that really you know follows this team you know lives and dies with them just has not they have not embraced this coach i know it, a lot of them weird. and it's it's strange you know i, I i've been watching rickles too <laughs> after the rangers score or the after they won actually he shows no emotion no emotion. No emotion. The assistant coaches, the Mike Kelly there was, uh, yeah, smiling. What's his deal? I don't get it. You got to be happy when you win. I, I don't like, know what it is. He, there's no emotion. It, it looks like it doesn't even look like he talks to the players on at the bench. Like, you know, it's just, I, I, I seriously, like, he doesn't have a game plan. We all know that, you know. He, there's no game plan ever, you know. He just, you know, shuffles around the lines as the game goes on, and there he is, live looking on Rickles right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen, listen. I don't know. I mean, you can't really replace him with anybody. I mean, honestly, nah. he's very trying really the answer to this right now i mean you need to have a, a coach that can work with these players because you're not changing anything because everybody's got a no movement clause right 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 and the main concern with the rangers and the fans is the development of these young guys and uh uh trots is not the guy for that no uh, trots is one of the reasons you know at least one of the knocks on him is that he didn't play a lot of the islanders more offensive players and may as well bring back yeah you might as well bring back torts i mean you know if you you're gonna make stifle because that's going swimmingly in philadelphia right now yes it's isn't it over for him or what now i mean two five and three in their last ten 
<laughs> they're in seventh place, and, and they were hot for a while, weren't they? Weren't they uh, like the on a bit of a hot of season? Basic. Well, not they like started hot. slow, got their, hot. Their goalie, their goalie played well, and now he stinks. Well, that's all Torch needs. He had Hank. He had Hank all those years, and he rode that hot goalie, you know, with the Rangers. And he had nobody really behind him and used to – I mean, like I said, I think wasn't it that Philly game that we played against him where we won like one to nothing in overtime? And I I, I lived – I was there. With him with the hard on behind the bench. <laughs> yeah. I zero, zero after, after regulation. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they started uh, off like five and two. They got off to a pretty good start. I was there in my luxury suite taunting the people with. Oh, yeah, you were at that top. game, Eddie. Yeah, yeah I forgot you were at that poor. game. Yeah. Taunting yeah. the poor people. I'm rich. You're <laughs> poor. Poor. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I was the poor schlub in there. But uh, I, I was happy was... to see last night, even though. I was stuck watching the Devils broadcast because my cable company will not show us the Rangers broadcast when they play the Devils oh. for some reason or another. I have no idea. But I was happy to see that Sam actually got the overtime call right and we didn't have to hit the record, you know, like right. like in the playoff game. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's too much, that guy. Uh. <laughs> that will never not be funny. <laughs> don't you get? Don't you have access to the uh, the MSG Go app? I do, but the problem is you have to link it up to your cable company, and when you link it up to your cable company, they show you what the what they what they gave to the cable company. The oh, problem okay. is up here in upstate is they they considered us a quasi Buffalo market. So we right. get the Sabres games up here too on MSG. Right. And so like it's it's a strange setup because like tonight they're showing the Sabres game and the Devils game that's on isn't even on, which I'm not missing that, thank thankfully. But like it it's just weird. Whenever they play the Devils or the Islanders or the Sabres, you get the other teams. You never get Sam and Joe, which you know could be a blessing and a curse if you think about it. I mean I, I, but sometimes I don't mind listening to the, oh, Joe. Oh, yeah. See, I'd still rather listen to them than anybody else. Don't, do you like those joint chants, Joe? It's just, it's, it's just good for go comedy. Rangers, let's go Devils chant back and forth, Joe. Oh. He, he always, yeah, it was funny because you heard it, of course, you heard it a lot in, when they were in Colorado and I think even when they were in Vegas. He's got to mention every time the Let's Go Rangers chants start in an opposing build. Oh, the Ranger fans here got a Let's Go Rangers chant going, Joe. Yeah, this oh. this is one of that's one of the things that really chafes me about him is that he's got to let me know about a chant that I can fucking hear <laughs> on my fifty my sixty inch TV. Oh, and a chant of Igor goes up from the crowd. I you can don't, hear. You don't Eddie, you don't miss him telling you those are booze, Joe. Those are zoos. <laughs> they really are booze. It's boo nieves. 
Oh, oh, I mean, as much as we pick on him, I mean, I will sort of, I will have a soft spot and miss him when he's gone. Because... But I think he's got absolutely because I think we're going to get somebody worse. I think we're going to I still think we're going to get Kenny Albert. I really do. I don't know. Kenny's got like 12 jobs. Why would he? You know, he gets to do all different kinds of things. Why would he pigeonhole himself to the Rangers? I and think what he would do is unless he, he doesn't do... have to work with Joe Micheletti. Right. I think what he would do is like what Mike Green does with the Knicks, where he'll show up when basically there's no conflict to do the Rangers games, kind of like what he does right now with the radio broadcast. But I mean, I mean, last weekend when Sam was sick, that was it was crazy. Kenny did the he did the uh, he did the Rangers game Friday night, did the Knicks game Saturday afternoon. And then I think he came back and did the Ranger game Saturday night and then did the Giants game Sunday afternoon. Wow. This guy's tireless. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I am, we'll, you know, Sam's got a lifetime contract from what I hear. I can't <laughs> wait for Joe to go, though. That's that's the one I can't wait yeah, for. Yeah, he's just a nothing. He's not... uh, give me give me Dave Maloney. I mean, give me give me a Ranger, not a St. Louis Blue. Right. I take, not... Espo, I take Espo back. <laughs> well, At I least like they had chemistry. Guys. At least him and Sam had chemistry. Is Espo still doing games for the Lightning? Uh, no, I he, think he, he was show. doing the radio, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was doing radio for the Lightning. Well, wow. I like Espo just tells it like it is, like he's got no filter. Which is always good, uh, but es- when he Espo, was a Ran- Espo negotiated the uh, Brittany Griner trade, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he... Sorry, I, I I had to do that. <laughs> no, no, it was great. Anybody who was a Ranger fan during the uh, Esposito GM era, it was a fun ride, man. I could say as somebody lived by it, I and, and and things were a lot looser with contracts and no no movement clauses. There weren't no any players would just be coming in and out like on a, a weekly basis. How oh, he says that Espo's, how he says Espo's doing the home games on radio. Oh, there you go. Probably from his house too, you know, because of COVID regulations. Could be. Yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, it's Florida. There are no COVID regulations yeah, down true. there. That's true. That's why half the country moved down there. Yeah, that's true. Did uh, Sam and um, I, remember, I forgot what I was gonna say. Something about Sam, but uh, oh yeah, have Sam and Micheletti? They've been traveling to uh, these away games, except the for the weekend they played Arizona uh, because they, they couldn't fit them into the building because of fire code regulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, is it? <laughs> I, oh, I, thought, I, I thought you were serious for a minute. That I weekend, they played Dallas and Arizona. They didn't make that trip. I would not put that past Bettman, though. Did you did, right. you, hear, did yeah. you hear the latest one with him, with Bettman, by the way, guys? No. I, no, no. no I he says that the digital ad the digital ad things, he goes, the people that are complaining about it, he goes, it's a good thing they're complaining because that means they're paying attention to it and it gives them more revenue. And, oh, he's and, a fucking and it's gonna And it's going to increase the cap by $1 million. I'll maybe, never buy a goddamn thing maybe on those digital if ads. if it's good enough. I will, okay. 
I rebut Mr. Be- Any digital ad that I see that catches my attention, I am not purchasing any. Boycotting the boycotting whatever it is. It annoys I'm, me. Sam, Sam doesn't get confused by him if he's watching the monitor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Put that, that beer can going down the Oh, oh, no, that's not that's <laughs> Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen! There's a Delta Airlines plane that's crashed into this into the seventh floor of Madison Square Garden. the premises. <laughs> Please, we've got to go. Oh wait, that's an ad. <laughs> Chris Kreider is throwing himself in front of a plane. <laughs> there's a there's an ad for Cutco knives on the on the thing. Oh my God! Watch out! Oh boy! Oh. All right, Ryan. Well, it's good to hear from you. Yeah, good Ryan, you. man. Don't be Always a stranger. Watching. Always watching. All right. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. The Christmas show on Patreon. We're yes, going to talk about welcome. that in a minute. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right. Hey, take care. Everyone. We'll see you. I'm going to dress up as Santa. I. I wish I had a. I wish I had my own costume. I did. I. I, think I, I would did. do that. I stole it. <laughs> really? Well, Somebody never gave it back. Who steals a Santa costume? What's wrong with people? I don't know. What a world. Yes, we talked last week about our Patreon supporters. And you can see the website is right down below Eddie and I there. www.patreon.com slash Blue Shirt Underground Show. You can sign up, sponsor the show, a dollar a month, $2 a month, however much you care to contribute. It helps us pay for this show. It helps us pay for our Live subscription. It pays for our Podbean subscription, for those of you that like to catch us the next day on Spotify and iTunes. And I'm going to try and get us on Amazon podcast too. I noticed yesterday you can put your podcast on there. I'm going to see what we got to do to do that. Anyway, so uh, for those of you that sign up, uh, we put you in our special Facebook group for the Patreon supporters. We do a live recap after almost every broadcast. We did special playoff shows just for our Patreon supporters last year. And Eddie and I have decided that this year our Christmas Spectacular will be an exclusive show for Patreon supporters. We figure that they are the ones that make that they are the engine that drives this show that keeps us on the air. And we are going to give something back to them. So it's time to sign up. www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground show. And as a special bonus. Dr. B, Dr. Darwin Bushman, who everybody knows and loves, has graciously, and I do mean graciously, offered to match any donations that anyone makes in the next, I think he said, three days. He will match your donation. If you donate $2 a month, Dr. B is going to throw another $2 in on top of it. Or if you are already a Patreon supporter and wish to increase your monthly donation, he will match that as well. So now is the time to sign up. We're going to do our Christmas show next week. It's always a fun one. We play some music. We talk about Christmas. We have a little fun. We'll play the Brian Boyle rant that everybody loves. And I am am looking, I'm trying to get 
see if we can get a guest. Uh, I'm working on it. So we'll see what happens. A guest? A guest, maybe. We'll see. It's been a while. All right. Except for Russ Cohen and Steve, <laughs> Steve Cordiatos. Uh, those guys are uh... <clears throat> So now is the time to sign up. www.patreon.com slash Blue Shirt Underground Show. This, this show is commercial free. We don't have a sponsor. All we have is you guys. That's what keeps us on the air. Right. So go ahead and sponsor the show. We do appreciate it. We do try and take care of our Patreon supporters. Yes. We really love you guys. And and Dar- uh, Do- uh, Dr. B, man, thank you for all you do. In all seriousness, I know a lot of times we joke around, but it means a lot to me uh, and Jim uh, that you are such a fervent uh, uh, follower of this show and a great guy. Absolutely. And and everybody here is very loyal. We appreciate that. <laughs> Not Leslie Treff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every, you guys are all very loyal. We appreciate it. And uh, But we try and do something a little extra for our Patreon supporters because, like I said, they are the ones that, that keep us on the air. Yeah. You know, for a long time, this was all this was all done out of pocket by Eddie and I. So, you know, we appreciate every dollar that comes in because it's a dollar less that has to that Eddie and I have to go into our own pocket for. And Leafs, also, Leafs now lead the Ducks three nothing. If you if you care, uh, I don't think it'll be Neil Smith. Neil Smith wanted to get paid to come on the show. I had to beg him to get him for fifteen to agree to fifteen minutes, and then he never showed up. So. What can I tell you about Neil Smith? Could have been a lot of, could have been a great interview, and he blew us off. He wanted to get paid. He did not want to be anyone's free guest. Those were his words. I think I even showed you guys my Twitter conversation with him on one show. He wanted to get paid to come on the show. So what can I do? What can we do? What an ass. All right, my cat's here. I'm ready to go. All right. Eddie's voice is giving out. We're going to let Eddie rest his voice. Patreon supporters, we'll see you guys next week for the big show. Christmas. Uh, Eddie, how does, uh, let's see, how does Wednesday night next week work for you, the 21st? Works good. All right. So if you're in the Patreon group, we will see you next Wednesday night. And like I said, plenty of time to sign up. Is the link on the Facebook page? I could put it there for you. Let's I'll put it, it there. Guys. I'll put it there tonight or, or tomorrow, probably. All right. For now, I think that's it. We're going to let Eddie go gargle uh, some salt water, a little lemon. I love the leather chair empire I have. Jack on, Hughes, my up. beloved Jack Hughes will be on Mario. Hold on. There we go. I had to turn the band down a little bit. Oh. All right, let's go, Rangers. Let's keep it together. Thank you guys for being here. Let's go. Keep it on a roll. Still don't know what he does. But we'll take it, I guess. We'll take it. Okay. All right, guys. We love you. Eddie, always a pleasure. Feel better, my friend. Yes. And I'll see you next week. If we don't see you, if we don't see you next week, I wish you all a Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, uh, and uh, Feliz uh, Kwanzaa. Navidad, Bona Natale, Frelik the Wynachten. Yeah, that too. Joy in the world. All right. 
All right. Take care. Good night, everybody.